Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yes, indeed, it is the get right right here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. My name, Reginald Datatula. His name, three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. You got to say all of that. That's the whole name, three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. I'm pretty sure it's on his birth certificate. Mm -hmm. Well, it went on birth certificate, but legally changed to that. That's what they say. (laughs) We got Larry Flores on the ones and twos for you this evening. That's right. Uh, Let's have a little fun on a Friday evening in the Metroplex. Derek Lively II is your active uh, local DFW sports uh, athlete or whatever the right word ultimately is, as he will be participating in the Rising Stars Challenge as uh, NBA All-Star Weekend has uh, commenced. Mm -hmm. Michael Parsons, I guess, is also an active DFW athlete as he is currently actively participating in the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. Yep. And he doing a little ball hogging, if we're going to be completely honest. That's what the totals are texting. If we're going to be completely honest. That's why they're behind. Well, I don't know if that's why they're behind. They caught up now. Yeah, they're behind. They're they're up now. Um, CJ Stroud on the other team, um, those guys are fond of each other. They're friends. Mm -hmm. um, And they're also competitors, clearly. Mm -hmm. And those guys both uh, basically playing one-on-one with a whole bunch of other people on the court with them uh, as much as they can. But it's fun. It is fun to watch. If you are, you know, if you enjoy like the celebrity game aspect of All Stars, I um, think the uh, floor is outshining the celebrities. Yeah, right now. that is true. They're, they're, Even though I'm not, I've had problems because it's too dark. Yeah, special LED floor. Is, yeah. There's some really cool graphics and stuff that they can do in the midst of the game. But, but I it think is, they turn the lights in the arena down so they can show it off. It it might be something. But there's some. It's it's an odd look on ESPN on the TV. But regardless, we'll let you know and keep you up to date with all the things that are happening. Can I say this one last thing? This is this Please is why don't. you can tell. There's something wrong with the lighting. They're showing the replays of the random celebrities that can dunk, and when they show the replay, you just see a shadow. Yeah, it looks like an unlocked character. Yeah, or a, a locked character rather. It's, it's like, wait a minute, who who was that that dunked? But as we say that right now, fire emojis on the court, right? So they're they're having fun with it. We will also have fun on this evening in the Metroplex. If you heard during the crosstalk, you're looking forward to a a pretty fun segment at 8:40 when we ask, what old person thing do you do? Because I feel like no matter what age you are, there is at least one thing that you do. You're like, oh, that's an old person thing. We'll have, mm-hmm. we'll get to that as we continue on in the evening. Uh, but right now, I do want to ask you, <laughs> it, look, it's early. We're really just dipping our toes into the off-season waters. And the, the NFL draft is, what, April 25th, something like that? We got some time, baby, right? Uh, Brian Broaddus, Zach Wolchuk, they're still watching the, the film and watching the tape on players getting into it and really understanding what's happening here. We haven't really gotten to that place yet. However, I'm going to ask you, what position are you leaning towards the Cowboys using their first-round pick on? 877-881-1053. That's the truckwreck.com text line. You can also always see us by going to YouTube, 105 Fan on YouTube, and then also twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. Before we get there, it's worth announcing or it's worth discussing the announcements that your Dallas Cowboys have some more coaches on the staff. They yes, didn't they do. They didn't move super quick. They they were deliberate in taking their time to get the defensive coordinators figured out. Ultimately, that's Mike Zimmer. They they seem to be moving with a little bit more haste in trying to fill out 
the rest of the coaching staff defensively to get themselves prepared to do the things that Mike Zimmer talked about. Get you know do the self scouting and figuring out which way they want to go and the ways that they want to set up the organization, the ways that they want to um, play defense this upcoming season. So uh, there's three names that are worth considering. One of them is a name that you are very, I mean, you'll be familiar with all of them, CA, as you've been around football for a while, but specifically with these Dallas Cowboys, there's a name Greg Ellis that well, comes up. if you listen to this station, listen to this show. He, he put this on in place, I think. He sure did. In fact, it was literally about this time of the evening. It sure was. About a month ago, it was the... Uh, it was the Wednesday before the Cowboys playoff game against the Green Bay Packers where Greg Ellis on Cowboys Crosstalk with me and uh, Nate Newton and I want to say Will was there. Will Will Chambers that was there That does sound well. correct, yeah. We're there and Greg Ellis says, you know what? I don't know if I can say this or not, but Mike Zimmer is getting back into coaching. And this is when we were not – I mean, nobody knew the Cowboys getting blown out by Green Bay. Nope. But we knew that every year about this time, Dan Quinn's always getting these offers. So Greg says, I don't know if I can say this or not, but Mike Zimmer, you know, I was talking to Mike Zimmer and he's getting back into coaching. So when Mike, when Dan Quinn took off for Washington, the first thing I said, Mike Zimmer. You sure did. First thing I said, I put it on Twitter and I had the naysayers and some of them in the media saying, that's not going to happen. I don't think you can call him that. Hmm? Well, he is sort of. <laughs> <laughs> He's my friend. Absolutely. <laughs> but he He's said, your naysayer in that yeah, way. Yeah, I was absolutely. like, wait a minute now. Watch what happens. That's and right. Mike Zimmer got And what do you know? Greg Ellis is assistant defensive line coach, basically taking the same spot that Leon Lett had uh, for like five or six years That's up right. until last season when they brought in uh, Sharif Floyd. Yeah, Sharif Floyd now going to coach with the commanders. That position was open. In addition to the defensive line coach, as Aiden Dirty is now the defense coordinator in Seattle. In Seattle. That so one props to Greg Ellis because uh, he was what he was also talking about on the Cowboys crosstalk because he's yes. fleshing out who these guys are. Please do. We already know, yeah, he's former Cowboys defensive end and he's he a great player for the Cowboys back in the day. Well, And don't you dare bring up Randy Moss. He, he, Greg Ellis played well. Yeah, Randy Moss is in the Hall of Fame. Greg Ellis was a very solid. He just wasn't Randy Moss, and that's who everybody wanted don't at the do time. Don't do that to that man. Yeah, don't do that to that man. Everybody always says that. Greg Ellis was coaching college football last year. I don't think I realized that. And that's why I was bringing it up. It's like, I okay, so it. it wasn't like he's never coached before. That's right. He was coaching college football and just retired from coaching uh, some small colleges here in Texas. So, again, Greg Ellis, back at the star, Doing it, doing some coaching for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he'll be the assistant D-line coach, as you mentioned, too. Jeff Scanina, as our friend Katie Drummond gave it, made sure that we knew the correct pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But um, he will be the line coach. And also, Paul Gunther was hired to be the team's That's run the game guy. coordinator. And you know what? That That's kind of guy. pairs very nicely because you you had Joe Witt Jr. as the pass game coordinator. Obviously, he goes. He's the defense coordinator in Washington now under Dan Quinn. But... It feels like rather than having someone focus on the pass game, and I, I mean they might still have a pass game coordinator. I do need to you know do that looky, but it's nice to have somebody specifically specifically looking towards how do we stop the run because that has been a glaring weakness of this Cowboys defense, and you know it's something they yes. want to try and uh, gear up on. And Gunther has over twenty years of experience uh-huh. in the NFL, including working two stops with Mike Zimmer uh, when it comes to Cincinnati and in Minnesota. And was the defensive coordinator in Cincinnati and in Oakland. So it's not like he hasn't done this thing before. He's very seasoned. In other words, right. he's he's the kind of guy that can solve this thing, and he's worked with Zimmer. So, again, Zimmer's got somebody that is his right hand. And at the same time, I thought the funniest thing during Zimmer's press conference, which you heard here on 105.3 The Fan, when he had his press conference with Mike McCarthy, his phone was blowing up, and he said, that's somebody looking for a job. I mean, it, it interrupt, everybody busted out laughing. I'm like, And he said yeah. it's true. He, he, yeah, he, it's true. He, he, Straight-faced. Said, and so yeah, that, that was a guy looking for the job. It might have been Greg Ellis. It might have been Gunther. It might have been uh, Scanina, who also is a veteran coach, 17-year career for him as well. So a lot of experience coming in to handle those uh, those uh, position coach positions um, under Mike Zimmer. Exactly. 214, Tolo on 214 says, yes, Greg Ellis was – at SAGU in Waxahachie, that's Southwestern Assemblies of God uh, University, and that's where he was coached the football. There you go. So those are some additions to your Dallas Cowboys defensive staff. But I, I, I asked you a question, um, and again, you guys are delivering on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. Where are you leaning towards the Cowboys utilizing their first-round pick 
in the upcoming 2024 NFL draft. That'll be in late April. We've still got time, but early on, like, what's your gut feeling? Because I do know there's some positions that you need. I know some people like lean entirely on the idea of like best player available no matter what. And you honestly, you can lean and look at the ways in which some of your best players on this team were simply best player available picks. Hello, um, hello, CD Lamb, who was just a he's there, let's get him. Hello, Micah Parsons. Yeah, CD fell on their laps. Right, and they so been crazy. They didn't. Well, so what about the CD Lamb thing? People forget they didn't even interview him because they thought they had no chance. And all of a sudden, he kept dropping and dropping and dropping, and bam! Guess what you got? A fantastic, incredible player. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being the case, sure, best player available always understood to be one place that I think a lot of people want to go. But on the truckwreck.com text line, inside linebacker jumps out a lot. I mean, that's clearly a position of need, uh, especially because I don't know that you have any level of certainty around Leighton Vanderesh. If you were just like, all right, he's going to come back, overshone, comes back healthy, and then maybe you still, you know, maybe make an addition when it comes to uh, free agency or maybe, you know, yeah, you know that that's a place that you want to solidify with some questions around it. Maybe utilizing more draft assets to solidify it and maybe getting an asset, a player that you know will be great. The tough part about it, it's inside linebacker in the first round, although you will be drafting in like the latter parts of the first round. That always is one of those positions that like real football nerds will look up and go, the value of that particular pick, you might be able to get a player of similar caliber a little bit later as opposed to using your first round pick. But it's clearly a need. It's clearly a need. In fact, up until yesterday afternoon, when G-Bag had the great John Oning, you speaking about football nerds, John Oning is the best of the best. He He's knows a very how to crush good those one. numbers. Pro football focus. He was on, and I'm thinking, yeah, we got to get a linebacker, middle linebacker. And they posed the question to him, and he said, you know what? If you were smart, you would get that linebacker as a free agent. Yes. And then you might sneak and steal a linebacker in the third round. Because he said, just basically what you said, Red, he said, linebacker in the first round, this year might not be that year. Yeah. He said, but if you want to make that impact, you find you one in free agency, and then you shore it up in the third round. So I'm like liking that logic because in all seriousness, here's Zimmer and here's McCarthy. McCarthy's probably a one and done if they don't do something, right? And Zimmer could be gone with him. At the same time, Dan Quinn's flaw was his hybrid. His his uh, wanting to make these safeties linebackers. And so not having to worry about a safety being a linebacker, I'm with Oni. Get you a free agent linebacker. I would use my first-round pick. The first player I would get? Yes, sir. I get a defensive tackle. Another one. Don't get me wrong. Nothing, about, nothing against Mozzie. Mozzie's not there yet. I mean a little could. something against Mozzie. Okay, a little bit something. Okay. Mozzie's been losing weight, too. I don't know what the deal is. That was That's just a weird phenomenon that I still it's have not been able to wrap strange. my head around. And don't get me wrong, I like Mozzie, but I'm not sure if Mozzie is the answer. And because of that, you can't. You, you got to get more. To me, you got to load up that defensive line, especially in the middle, especially if you're going to have uh, Michael on the edge more. Or I, or I don't know if you're going to put him in middle linebacker. Because one, one thing Zimmer was smart about, he said, I'm not going to say at this press conference. What I'm going to do with Mike and when I haven't talked to him yet. Yes. I'm like, Zim's just preaching the truth. For sure. Um, how, as we continue talking about where we're leaning early on, really early on in the process, with the Cowboys' first round pick uh, from the 903, from the 214, and ultimately asked a question here in the 972, isn't this draft full of good linemen? And yes, uh, it really is. You need him too. Brian Broaddus, obviously, mm-hmm. Super Bowl winning scout. You trust his eye when you get out here looking at um, who is out there. Just before this show, I wanted to verify, like, you know, where are the positions that are not only good but deep in this draft class? Offensive tackle is one that comes up. Now, I've seen some people mention center, and that's absolutely position because you – you have Tyler Briottis, who will be a free agent. If you're not necessarily sold on bringing him back, he's probably like an average center, right? He's not a bad center, but mm-hmm. if you look at the idea of someone like a Creed Humphrey, who mm-hmm. came in and was an instant impact and has been a very huge part of Super Bowl winning teams for the Kansas City Chiefs, you look up and you go, man, maybe you can get, I mean, uh, Alex Linderbaum or Alec Linderbaum in um, in Baltimore. You've seen the ways that he's played well, right? Like, you the centers can come in and be impactful, oh, give you especially a local in, one. in a deep. I'll give you a local one. Travis Frederick came in and did it. Absolutely. And so maybe just maybe you look at bolstering an offensive line that has gotten a little bit older and as you've, you've tried to inject some youth into it. 
But uh, in a, an offensive line that's been solid, but maybe not as good as it had been in the past, if you can strengthen that again, maybe you can you know, juice up the run game, especially understanding that they might not be spending and they probably won't be spending in the running back department. So in order to help enhance your running game, if you get push on the offensive line, up the, up the yards exactly. before contact, Right then, your off your running game is a lot better just based off of the ability to block it up. Oh, I hear you. I, I'm I'm co-signing with you on that. I like that as well. Two one four co-signs it with you as well. It says Cowboys first pick should be a center. Um, the uh, four six nine or is that the four nine nine? Four six nine says guard all day. Mm. Um, the nine zero three says Dallas got hurt more on the edge. And let's see, nine four zero says JPJ Oregon center. He is a stud. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of there's a lot of tackles I know that are available, but I mean there's a lot of offensive linemen. And one thing about offensive linemen when they're really good, they do go early. But it is nice that there's some depth there, which means that in the late first part of the first round, you still might be getting a really good lineman if that's a place that you go with your first round pick. I know I've seen some people mention running back is a possibility for not them, in the first or in, round. and I just yeah, it just does not feel like uh, the way to go. From the two and four, we mentioned Greg Ellis. Somebody said everyone remembers Greg Ellis over Randy Moss, but forgets Taco over TJ. That's I don't fact. think there's I've anybody forgets. That. I don't think oh, anybody so forgets Taco over TJ. But everybody's mad about that. Yeah, Woo. that one comes up uh, time in and fact, time I, and time again. I would tell people on the air. I would say, don't ever call him TJ Watt. You call him. Should have been a cowboy, TJ Watt. Yeah, that's on his birth certificate as well. Exactly. Um, no, and what's funny is from the 817, boring pick, I know, but it would it, find some plus value at guard center. It feels like there's an overwhelming amount of people that are like, actually, I would love to see them invest in the offensive line with this first round pick. Mm-hmm. You cannot go wrong. And again, you want that balance with the running and the passing. And that's where you help out both. Um, there's a few people that I've mentioned, obviously defensive tackle like you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wonder if now you're playing the game again where you're wondering if you're going to get that level of immediate impact from a defensive tackle. We've seen some defensive tackles, young defensive tackles come in and make impacts early. Um, like I forget my, what my guy is in his name in uh, with the Rams. Man. No, with the Rams <laughs> recently this year. Um, I think it's uh, Turner, if I remember correctly. I'll have to go back and uh, remind. Yeah. But obviously Jalen Carter yeah. had some had some good play early on in his career. But, that we, I mean, historically, defensive tackles and er, immediate impact doesn't always happen. Right. And I it do wonder if they'd, be, if they'd be hesitant to go and, you know, put another first-round pick in that position. Well, again, mine was the combo package. I'm, I'm following up on John Owning. I'm right, saying exactly. get you a free agent linebacker. Sure. And then get that defensive tackle in the first round and get a, another linebacker in the third. I do think you need to invest in defensive tackle this offseason, though. You and I, I think free agency might you be do. one of the places where you do that because mm-hmm. making your linebacker play better is making sure that middle of that defensive line is well taken care of. Um, so there you go. That's where we're leaning early on into the process. We got a lot, we got a couple months of delving through the players and the draft and all the scuttlebutt and yeah, the this lying is the way season too of this early. all. This is the way too early. But it's interesting uh, to see maybe some of the ways in which uh, the people, the Tolos, and mm-hmm. ourselves are feeling early on about maybe just maybe the way that your Dallas Cowboys utilize their first-round pick. And it's always a good thought just to have these theoreticals early because team building is a sport. I do think, though, best player available is probably the way that you need. You just need to, you need to get a good player regardless um, in the first round here. Um, it's to get right right here on 105. What if they just got the best player available, buddy? We but can, no, we had to get one to fit in somebody's system. We can, we can do that all day, all day. You know what? Let's not think about let's not think about the the misses. Let's think about your World Series champion, Texas Woo-hoo! Rangers. Spring training is in effect. Pitchers and catchers reported on Wednesday. We've already seen videos and stuff coming from Surprise Arizona. The things that are happening. Who are you most interested in seeing during spring training? 2024 in Surprise, Arizona. Text it in, 877-881-1053. We'll discuss it next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatuli here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Like a flame to the fire. That's right. Uh, there's a little bit of flame and fire at uh, in Indianapolis as the All-Star Celebrity Game. They're really having fun with this LED court that these guys are playing on. Uh, but we are, we are really uh, worried about being able to see it's, it looks you real dark. See the players. It looks real dark. You can dark. see the court, but you can't see the players. That's right. Uh, it's, so it's it's a balance. We'll see how that ultimately goes over the course of All-Star Weekend. In fact, coming up later in the evening, I'll ask you for your best ideas of fixing All-Star Saturday night when it comes to the NBA All-Star Game. We'll do that in about an hour um, on this program. But right now, let's take it to Surprise, Arizona. Um, the spring training Mm-hmm. has begun in earnest, really, in Arizona for your World Series champion, Texas Rangers. They're getting this thing going. We've seen the videos already emerge from Evan Grant, Kennedy Landry, all sorts of folks that are out there. Um, and so, you know, obviously we get an opportunity to live through those various media folks, and you will have even more so of that when the guys of the KNC Masterpiece and the G-Bag Nation touch down and surprise here in about like a week. I believe. Yeah. In fact, Broaddus told us goodbye forever today, didn't he? That's right. He, he says, see you next month. He's on vacation next week, and then he's going to join the guys out in Arizona. Absolutely. So, so we won't see him till March. Nope. Uh, Not in Dallas. Although, to be fair, you, he, he's got next week off. What are the chances that he spends about 75% of his time off watching film? See, that's a damn shame. <laughs> what are the put chances? Put the devices down, Brian. We know you're told on. He, he's, B, he's just not put them do down, it. man. He, he is who he is. He is who he is. That's uh, his way of relaxing. That's right. And, you know, we have a lot of people like Kennedy and Evan and all sorts of folks that are out there in surprise. And who they are are the fantastic people who are going to give us insights into what's happening um, in, in in spring training. In fact, I, I know that uh, Jared Sandler will be making his way out there. He said at the end of the month, well. like 20 to, the 27th. Absolutely. And so... Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Who are you looking forward to seeing in spring training? Obviously, your World Series champion Texas Rangers getting back into the flow of things, trying to get themselves ready for the twenty twenty four season. You know, um, some of your big name pitchers are not going to be available for you yet. They're still working through some things. However, you've got a uh, you know a rotation that's solid. Obviously, headlined by Nathan Avaldi, Jonathan Gray. Both those guys had fantastic World Series and postseasons. Um, and then you have the rotation, or sorry, the, the lineup. The lineup is still remains very good when you have the likes of Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. We we saw an interesting thing with uh, Josh Young today where – He got hurt. Yeah, he had a little bit of a, a calf strain, I guess, for lack of a better uh, – let's just say he had an injury with his calf. I don't know exactly what to call it just yet, but there's even video of it where he's just kind of like – he's throwing – it looks like maybe even long toss is what they're doing. Um, and, you know, he's just collecting the ball. Or actually, not even long toss. He's You just, you know, gets the ball off the hop, throws it, and then immediately kind of reaches down to his left calf and limps around, and then that that's it for him in this instance. So is it is – it, uh, I, I imagine I would love to see Josh Young come back, but then there's a lot of other guys that are intriguing, guys that you've seen before, guys that you haven't. Is there anybody for you that comes to mind as people that you want to see 
in this spring training and see how they adjust. Since right now we got the pitchers and catchers reporting, mm-hmm. I'd love to see Jordan Montgomery, but that's a that's a pie in the sky <laughs> wish, isn't it? <laughs> that's I like that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Look, I'd like I to see them to give see. Jordan Montgomery some money so that you have uh-huh. another really valuable arm in your rotation to start the season mm-hmm. and honestly to get you to that point when you get Max Scherzer back, when you get Jacob DeGrom back, and now you're at full full speed, hopefully aiming uh to point the barrel of those arms at the rest of the league and really fire for the rest of the season and into the postseason. I, I like that see, as an idea. Did you see the other day that DeGrom was soft-tossing? He was tossing Was he? I missed yes, that. he was. He's out there tossing the ball around a little bit. Nothing nothing strenuous, but he's out there. Uh, but again, uh, Jordan Montgomery, uh, KNC asked, uh, I guess it was Kevin asked this really good question. Would Ranger fans even care about Jordan Montgomery had he not pitched for him at all this past fall? Oh. In other words... If he was just a free agent that's out there. I don't know. It wouldn't be about him in specific. I think at that point it would just be like, we need a pitcher, right? But if he – it's clear. It's very clear that there's a lot of um, good feeling that happens when you win a championship. I think you could speak to this seeing many championships won here in Dallas-Fort Worth. When, when you have guys – when you have a team that wins a championship – there is amount of love and attachments that's that's you know clings on to players all the way down the the roster. I'm talking about end of the bench guys mm-hmm. that normally people would not care about all that much become heroes in their own right. And especially when it comes to a World Series or a championship, whatever that is, because in another way, everybody plays their role, right? And so the story of the championship can't be told with e- without even the smallest pieces. Now, a, a, a run that takes you to what the you know the AL you know the AL championship ser- series, right? Okay, that's solid, but that's not. We're not going to look at oh man, but that one base hit, right? In in game three, right? We're not going to do that for that. But when you win a championship, it's like oh man, that hit was huge. Jankowski coming in and pinch hitting was huge. You know what I mean like I got to bring him back. Exactly. I think that that changed the dynamic, and of course, Jordan Montgomery gave you more than just that small thing. So I think that that is an attachment that absolutely happens. And I think what also makes people want him in a Ranger uniform is you got all these injuries to start the season. Absolutely. If if Degrom was back for sure. If Max Scherzer never got hurt, if if you knew those guys were going to start and be there for opening day or whatever the first week, you wouldn't even be concerned. You say, "Well, yeah, Montgomery was a nice piece and he did a great job," and you know, but you add that to the mix, it's like, "Oh, we got to get him back. We've got to have him. We have to have more pitching." Me personally, I was kidding when I said Jordan Montgomery. I was kiddingly seriously because I was like, "Man, they got to get this thing done if they can." And I know the TV monies was was driving this thing or the lack thereof. Did you hear the rest of the story about the TV money? And um, Enlighten me as to what, you're, what you mean. Well, it's, it's one thing that they're going from basically, oh, hundred and something million dollars worth of yeah, probably TV money to down to 80. Or about, yeah. down, to, down to 80. It's yeah. a lot of money. And that's like basically Jordan Montgomery's salary. But it's only for this upcoming season. And then, I know it's only for this upcoming, but after that, they have no idea what the money's going to be. Right. They have no idea at all. They still have to negotiate with whoever a carrier is going to be or figure out what other plans they decide Yeah, to you have. have no idea if yeah. it's going to go back up again. You have no idea. Sure. You don't know if they're coming off another World Series yet. You have no idea. So that's what makes it hard for them to negotiate with Scott Boris. But back to who I want to see, if it wasn't Jordan Montgomery, I like, I like everybody else. Let me, let's see Wyatt Langford. Absolutely. Let's see the Johnny Manziel twin. <laughs> Wyatt Langford is, uh, according to Fangraphs, Fangraphs put out their top 100 prospects for the 2024 season. Wyatt Langford shows up as uh, second when it comes to their top 100 prospects. See? A man that made AAA in the season that he was drafted. Uh, Wyatt Langford, he looks like he was probably an easy call for breaking camp with the team. And being like a part of the DH slash outfielder rotation, uh, so he, I mean, this dude has hit incredibly well in AAA and all those. I, I think a lot of people want to see, like, just how good he is. Obviously, you saw, you got to see him um, in the College World Series, but seeing him at the major league level and seeing him against like some major leaguers, maybe some like AAA, some you know quadruple A as they like to call them uh, players. Mm-hmm. I think would be really great to see. But, yeah, seeing him in, in that dynamic is going to be great because he seems like probably the, the the prospect that's most likely to break camp with the team or at least get a whole bunch of time with the team this season. So, absolutely. I think that's an easy answer. Why Langford is one that you absolutely want to get a look at. He's a good problem to have for uh, Boach 
Boach is going to have to make a decision that that outfield what, what he's going to do, and not just use him as a DH because he's more talented than sure. just a DH. And to show you how good he is, or the projection of how good he is, Evan Carter should be Rookie of the Year. And everybody know what he did in in the playoffs. He's breaking records as a rookie. And if Wyatt Lankford is better than Evan Carter, which means the Rookie of the Year thing is a toss up. That means this dude is a bona fide stud. Think about it. If he were not even on the horizon, everybody be talking about Evan Carter right now. They say, oh, EC's coming back. EC's going to be his year. This is EC's year. It's all white. It's all, it's all white Langford. And, I mean, some of that is because Evan Carter played so well that I think a lot of people have a level of just faith that he's going to be in left field and be solid there, right? Mm-hmm. It is still a little uh, – if you if you think about it, it's kind of in- incredible that you had a guy who come up, who came up in, what, September? Yeah, and right? that's my point. Uh, it was so good. And was – in. I think everybody was like, all right, cool, that's your left fielder. We don't have to think about that at all. Like that that says a lot about Evan Carter. Um, for a guy who is still, what, 20, 21, mm-hmm. right in that range. So and yet that's Wyatt Langford's natural spot. Yeah. And so I imagine that days off and whatever, you know, whatever the mix of days off for but he's, Evan well, I, but or Leody. But here's what's so crazy. Like I said, I'm giving Evan Carter his major props because he just showed like you said, he stepped in, he did great things. And yet Wyatt Lankford's supposed to be better than him. We'll see. I mean, ultimately, we'll see. That's Fangra- what I'm trying to say. Right. Supposed to be. I didn't say is. Sure, sure. I said supposed to be. Absolutely. And that's that goes back to my point about Boach having a, a good problem to have. For sure. Um, and I'm saying he's so good, you can't just say he's going to be our DH. Well, well, I mean, ultimately, that's that's what the spring training is for. So it'll be Boy, exciting. stand on this. I think I said so. I'm, I'm excited to see him for sure. I'd love to see him, and I think that he's going to have an opportunity to be, you know, be your DH and then be in that that. Oh, you gonna make rotation. him a DH? That's what I'm saying. Where you rotation. stand on this? You gonna make him a DH? I think you have four outfielders that you feel comfortable with at any given time, and so you'll have an opportunity. You are to standing counter. on the fence, Reg. I'm trying to get you to jump off that fence. There is no fence. He breaks. Well, where's camp. he gonna be? He breaks camp with the team. He has plays a lot of DH. And you put and him has a an DH. Yeah, that's in the lineup every for the most part every day. I, I don't think that's. But a, you're wasting his talent as an outfielder. I don't think that's waste. You could say the same thing if you put Evan you, Carter you see, at I'm DH. Pu- I'm punching at you because well, I'm, really I'm just laughing at yeah, you, Yeah, you're, you're using him my time, really, because I, I didn't get a chance to talk to about one of the guys that I really want to see in spring training. His name is Justin Foskey. So he's, he's a middle infielder by trade, um, and he I looked at Justin Foskey as a guy that, oh, man, he looks like he's blocked as a path with the path to the majors because you have your middle infield locked up for the next, what, five to seven years when it comes to uh, Marcus Simeon at second, mm-hmm. Corey Seager at shortstop. I was like, maybe Justin Foscue ends up being in a place where he's, you know, maybe a, a valuable prospect that you trade. But we're getting news that, I mean, he, he's played a little bit at first, maybe a few games at first during the course of his stint on the farm. They're working him maybe exclusively at first base this spring training. That's going to be fascinating because if you get Justin Foscue an opportunity, uh, a, a place where he is no longer, you know, um, blocked to a path to the majors. If he can use that first base glove, that could be really helpful for you as well and getting you an opportunity to utilize this guy who is clearly very talented in Justin Foscue but didn't have a really a place. If you give him another opportunity and a way to get to the majors, I think that could be really huge. And then obviously that gives you an opportunity to have another another guy to maybe work at first base with Nathaniel Lowe. I think that, that it, if he works out. And so, obviously, spring training is going to be the place where you have an opportunity to see him get some work there and see if he can possibly do that for you. I agree. Okay. Very good. Um, let's see. Someone else said trade Tavares. Well, that's I, what I would have said instead of DH. See, he's the Tolo, the uh, six six eight two is saying what I would have said about uh, Langford. I would not waste him as a DH. I would trade Tavares and start Langford, even though I swear to God, Bochy loves Tavares. Leo he loves him. Leo, he, he calls him Leo. He, he don't even call him Leotis. Yeah, he, he covers a lot of ground there in center field. I mean, obviously, Evan Carter is also a center fielder by trade. I just also, we have to remember, like, the, the season is uh, 162 games. Like, you need more than three outfielders. And I know you have Jankowski, so I don't want to be like, uh, you know, I, I, you probably have an opportunity if you wanted to trade Leo Tavares. But at this point, as of the start of the season, right, when we talk about spring training and the opportunity in the future, like you might have an opportunity later, especially towards the trade deadline to trade Tavares if somebody needs him. But at the start, I don't think you can immediately go to the point where you go, you're trading Leody Tavares. Would but I understand the, the idea. Um, not necessarily. And See, one thing that's also that's my point. One thing that's also interesting with Leody, still very young. It's mm-hmm. easy to not recall that because he started. You know, you brought him up to the majors very young. 
I mean, if you were bringing Leody up right now, he would not be like wildly old himself. So um, that's another one. And then if I can, if I'm allowed to throw one more guy out, um, one more guy out that I'd like to see in spring training. How about Sebastian Walcott? Who is he? Sebastian Walcott is a shortstop. Um, he is 17 years of age in the Ranger system. You're going to see him because, oh, boy, ain't ready yet. He's hurt. He got that uh, sports hernia. Who, uh, of course, he, Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that Walcott will, you know, but he's he's going to be at camp. I, I, can't, I, I can't imagine him breaking camp with the team by any stretch. So but what he, are you looking for? He's he's a young cat in the system, and he's already, he played at uh, high A in this past season. If you look at the reporting on him, like he's a pretty cool prospect. Uh, at 17 years old, I believe he is. Where is he on the Fangraphs top 100? One more time. Let me see if I got that. Um, he comes in at 91. On the top 100 prospects in all of baseball at 17 years old, he'll or yeah, he'll be 18 here shortly, and so that is a young cat that's already making noise in that way. I want to see just how good Sebastian Walcott is in an opportunity. Um, yes, shout out to the 682 who knows he's the other top 100 prospects. So I'm really the other one in the system. I'm really interested in seeing mm-hmm. how, just how good he is on the field because it's it's one thing to see you know these reports of you know these guys and seeing their numbers. I'm, I would love to see what he looks like and around a whole bunch of guys that are major league or near major league quality as he's played high A ball this past season. Like, just where is he? And will, he have an, will you have an opportunity to maybe see him in Frisco this season or even higher um, as he continues to develop? So I, 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 I want to see him in spring training. As you say, that, let's theori- let theoretically play this out just a little bit. Here. Okay. Corey Seager's going to be here how long? Um, how many more years does he have in his deal? What, six thereabouts? So let me see. I like the fact this kid's only 17. Do you see that him waiting that long or you see him being traded away one day? Actually, Seeger probably has what, eight eight more years on his I'm trying to say. Um And Seeger is tip top. I mean, besides the sports hernia, this guy this guy is just a stud. And one thing about Corey Seager is, I mean, he might be one of those guys that as he gets older, he moves to third base or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, he might not remain at he shortstop might, for might, the entirety Michael of Young the con. It. It's a possibility. And so having a young guy from the 940, like Sebastian Walcott, who in the Dominican League, homered twice and doubled off the wall, right? Uh, having a guy like that, he he looks like a stud at the lower leagues. Mm-hmm. I want to see him, I just just from a selfish perspective, I want to see him play more baseball. And mm-hmm. you'll have an opportunity opportunity this spring training, as I'm pretty sure the first spring training game that gets broadcast is, is next Friday. You'll hear it on 105.3 The Fan. Next Friday evening, you'll have an opportunity to hear a little bit of Rangers baseball in spring training on your home of the Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. From the 940, Seager's going to move to DH in three years or so. It's quite a possibility. It's a possibility. I don't know about three years, but for sure five years. Yeah, so, I mean, look. We don't have to think about that far ahead just yet, but it'll be fun to see some of the stars of today and maybe tomorrow in spring training for your Texas Rangers. So get right. Mm-hmm. Right here on 105.3 mm-hmm. The Fan. Coming up next, we go around the NFL, and we do it right here on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Thanks for rolling with us right here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Atatula. He is the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Uh, we got you till 11, as we always do. We're just in the studio keeping up with All-Star Friday night because later on you're going to have Derek Lively II, your very own Dallas hey. Maverick, the 20-year-old uh, center, will be playing in the Rising Stars Challenge. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening there. Michael Parsons 
playing in the All-Star Celebrity Game and really going at it. You can see the competitive nature that he has showing up and just the general athleticism is he's pulling up for jumpers. He's, you know, getting to the rim. He's dunking in this game. Well, well, tell the truth. Tolos is saying he's ball hogging. Well, he was in the first quarter for sure. Uh, I can't tell you specifically that he's been doing that. Talk to him a little bit. (laughs) You're trying to say, Micah, Micah, pass the ball around a little bit. In fact, I'm uh, playing. I like Shannon. Yes, yeah, he is on Team Shannon. In fact, uh, there's a little bit of audio uh, later in the show oh, coming on work? about uh, Michael Parsons in his his uh, efforts during All Star Weekend. But right now, though, uh, let's talk less about the basketball side of that, more about the NFL as we go around the NFL here on the Get Right on 105 through the Fan. We Ooh, learned speaking around the NFL. Real yes, sir. Quick. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering: Is Micah Parsons the first? athlete to be in the Pro Bowl and the All-Star Weekend, NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, and there's no way. In the same year, you mean? Yeah, in the same year. Like like weeks, uh, one week later, because that's two weeks later, basically. That's when it usually happens. I can't, I can't remember any football player being in the, like, the celebrity game. I, I, I seem like if they are, they were tired or something. I definitely feel like we ha- we've had some football players. But Miles Garrett, maybe? Who? Yeah, Miles Garrett. There's that's a good answer because Miles Garrett has done it a few times. Shout out oh, to yeah, uh, Arlington Martin. Yeah, that's true. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably was a Pro Bowl too. Yep, there you go. Yeah, they've definitely leaned towards Sorry about getting that, Miles. Players. I forgot about you, dog. Yeah, buddy, don't don't take no uh, umbrage to that because let, let, if there's one person you don't want to be on the bad side of, it's Miles Garrett. Um, now he might have a flashback and tackle somebody. Some somebody that I don't know. I don't know if I want to be on the wrong side of him per se. Actually, I, I don't know if I'd want to be on the wrong side of his coach. Jimmy Garoppolo of the Raiders, he will be suspended two games apparently for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug what? policy. Jimmy G took steroids? Yeah, according to ESPN, they reported that Jimmy G uh, violated his violation related to his using a prescribed medication without a valid therapeutic use exemption. Well, you know so what? I don't know Maybe exactly what heal. that ultimately is. Yeah. He's always hurt. Maybe he's trying to heal something he sure is. too fast. He sure is um, always hurt. And so, look— I don't know if they were really thinking about going back to Jimmy Garoppolo as like the quarterback for the Raiders, you know, as they, you know, move into another season. New coach. This probably doesn't help, though. No. This probably doesn't help the circumstance. I don't know that this this in, in and of itself would change their perspective, but I know that this probably doesn't help on, hey, who do we want to be at the helm of this thing going forward, regardless Who's the of what he's getting the new offensive paid? coordinator since Kingsbury went to uh, Washington? You, I should remember this. I never heard, it's gonna I, be. It's, I'm kinda, gonna be so mad when I see a big it name. because I I know who it is and but you know how you you know that yeah. you know but you can't you can't what get it the is, name. Is Luke Getzey, who? who was Luke Getzey, who was the offensive coordinator with the uh, Chicago Bears, which is not a ringing endorsement by any stretch of the imagination because well, it felt like Luke Getzey completely called the entire wrong uh, offense for Justin Fields as he was there. But you know, Luke Getzey is the offensive coordinator there. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, jokes about the idea of Jimmy G using particular pills, considering the stories that we have heard about Jimmy G oh, in the past. Yeah. Those pills, those blue pills, those ones or ones those that are named the, 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 the like ones that you get at the Blue Chew. There's those. There's the ones that you get at the gas station. All sorts of jokes. Yeah, have been flying for Jimmy well, G. He's the one that was dating the porn stars, and everybody was like, "Look at Jimmy G balling out of control." There you go. There you go. So you have all of those. Uh, and so, yes, all, all of that comes up. But Jimmy G will miss two games uh, next season due to uh, PED suspension. Uh, let's get a little audio here. <laughs> I did mention Lou Getzey and the Chicago Bears. This is actually Bears-related as well. It's just going to be cut one. Um, Bears president uh, Kevin Warren, who was previously the uh, commissioner of the Big Ten, he he was on WGN, which is obviously like a really big station in Chicago that was became a super station that really uh, broadcasts all over the nation. But Chicago based, so they had the Chicago Bears president, and he was talking about Justin Fields. Justin has a rare combination of intelligence, of size, of strength, and speed. You forget how big of a of a man he is until you're up on him. He's not a small man. And so I just think every year he's going to continually get better. Um, and um, so I'm glad he's on the Chicago Bears. So there you go. That's the president, current president of the Chicago Bears praising him in that way, praising Justin Fields, the quarterback of the Bears. There's been a whole question, and it's one of the big offseason questions this year. Are they going to tr- you know, trade Justin Fields and draft a quarterback with the number one pick, presumably 
um, Caleb Williams, or will they maybe trade that first-round pick, utilize the assets to help Justin Fields? Do you think that one answer, one way or the other, is helped by that, you know, that clip where Kevin Warren is being so glowing or talking so glowingly about Justin Fields? Do you think that means more that they keep Justin Fields or more that they're trying to trade him? I think they're going to keep him because the fans love him. In other words, that buys them time. You follow what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. You get a wait. Well, I guess by time if you get a new brand new rookie quarterback, say, hey, we got to develop this guy. That's right. But I think halfway through the season, uh, for some reason, I think he's got support in that town. I, I I don't think I think outside of Chicago, there's a lot of people who aren't sold on Justin Fields. But I think in Chicago, I think it's kind of like outside of Dallas, Fort Worth. There's a lot of fans who are not sold on um, Dak Prescott, no matter what he does. Inside Dallas, Fort Worth. They may be sold on him despite the the Green Bay Packers situation. Okay. Well, I know. What do you think? I don't know that I can go one way or the other. Funny enough, but it honestly kind of sounds like a, a team that's trying to trade him because, uh, like, doing it, doing an interview and talking so glowingly, like, oh man, he's you know he's got all of these talents and he's so good. It's almost like mm. you should really give up some uh, some assets in order to come get him because I mean. He's so good, you should come and get him. You should trade us for him and give us a lot to do so. Is Trey Lance the comp and they don't want to give his fourth round is not big enough? Oh, no. I Look, I don't even know. I feel like he would definitely get more than um, I would think so, too, but they came in at the same time and everybody was like, you know, they're almost struggling at the same time. And all of a Oh, sudden, man, I, I feel like the, the Trey Lance struggles are very different than the Justin Fields struggles. Oh, I, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree. I actually think Justin Fields is a really good quarterback. Sure. I think Trey Lance was just getting hurt all the time, and I have no idea if he's any good. Yeah, yeah that's that really is ends up being the issue for Trey Lance is he hasn't played enough football. And yeah, we just so, don't know. Yeah. Jury's out. That's right. Um, how about this? As we continue around the NFL, Athletes First mm-hmm. is a player agency, you know that you know represents various football players in the NFL. Apparently, it's directing all of its NFL draft prospects not to participate in this thing at the draft combine, and that's the uh, you remember the S two co- uh, cognition test. Mm-hmm. It's telling them to not participate in that or any other cognitive training in the pre-draft evaluation process this year. Now, you'll remember um, one of the guys who's playing in the Celebrity All-Star Game, C.J. Stroud. Right. It ended up leaking, as it seems to always do, these kind of tests. Leaking of the scores, especially when a player does uh, what we imagine is bad or too bad for what they should do. And he supposedly had poor, you know, poor uh, ratings or grades or markings Mm -hmm. or what have you on the S2 cognition test. Uh, which is a fairly new one to try and determine, hey, how they process information or whatever, and in theory should kind of give you an idea of if a quarterback can handle the processing necessary to play quarterback. Well, as you saw this year with C.J. Stroud, Buddy can process, baby. Yes, he can. Buddy can process. And yes, so that really put a lot, a big damper on the S2 test in specific. But I think there's a lot of, been a lot of questions about the ideas of these tests and how valid they are and how much they actually translate and what the actual uh, benefit of these things are and apparently athletes first are like no 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 we we are not leaning into this hokum don't do none of them because all they're going to do is use them to bash you so there you go yeah none of these none of the players that Mm. are represented by athletes first Mm. are going to get involved with this apparently three executives for two different nfl teams confirmed that they sent out that so they sent an email about this nobody nobody does this now um david mulligetta is one of the uh, yeah, of course. One of the that's, guys on that's Mike's first. agent. Yeah, so he's from Dallas. So they're 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 all on that time where it's like, hey, nobody, 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 nobody take these tests. Mm-mm. And so I, look, I it sucks for the test makers because clearly that was a, a way for them to make some money, but clearly it's it ends up being used as a cudgel more than it does to like build guys up. I think, and I don't know that teams need any more reasons to make it harder on themselves because well, they, they seem to overthink yeah. themselves this time. That's what they do. They overthink it. They like the size of the quarterback's hands. You can go down the list of why they overthink whatever they do. And next thing you know, a great prospect falls and it's, you say, okay, falls into somebody's lap. But guess what? It cuts their money, their money as a rookie. You know what I'm saying? It, it causes it's, it's, it's an economic thing. You know, if you're, if you're a higher draft pick, guess what? You make more money. By the way, you're talking about Jimmy G and the little blue pills and whatnot. Sure. It made me remember that back in the day, players were taking Viagra pills as a competitive edge. 
Do you remember that? Blood flow. Blood flow. Increases exact, your blood flow. In fact, I just looked it up right here. I said, okay, why were they doing it? And I knew it was about the blood flow. And they said the drug works by suppressing an enzyme that controls blood flow. And in case of athletes, it increases their cardiac output and more efficient transport of oxygenated fuel to the muscles and can enhance their endurance. So if that's what Jimmy G was doing, which I think he wasn't, but still, that's what everybody's connecting the dots because he was dating the porn stars. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yes, it's as it relates to the cognition test from the six eight two. Sounds like that that uh that agency uh-huh. was putting the athletes first, as their name indicates. Hey, they can back it up. There you go. It's the get right right here on one hundred five through the fan, Come and that's on. how we go around the NFL. Coming up next, I mean, look, it's that time of year where we get ahead of ourselves, right? Let's let's do some way too early predictions for the twenty twenty four season, including who do you think will win the twenty twenty five Super Bowl? That's right, way too early. Way too early. We'll do it next on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.